0: Welcome to NFT Heat. We're bringing the top NFT thought leaders straight to you. If there's something you enjoyed on this episode, and we really hope you did, please take a screenshot of the episode and make sure to tag us on Twitter at NFT Heat. We really appreciate your support and you are the only reason we're growing. So to help us, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll then give your review a shout out on a future episode. Welcome to NFT Heat. Whether you're inside the industry or new to the NFT space or an NFT OG, we're going to provide you with the necessary alpha to crush. We're we'll bringing the top guests and deep diving how NFTs will transform the metaverse, DeFi, and social tokens. I'm Justin Shankro, the king of alpha. John, is that right?
1: I think it is.
0: John keeps telling me I'm the king, so I got to be the king. I mean, this is this is really the king. Uh, from Stanford to NFT entrepreneur. Oh, by the way, I was a child actor before that. I know you guys know because I talk about it all the time. I am here in the trenches with my stellar co-host, John Kraske, who is an executive in the design space, and now he's running an NFT and a metaverse company. And I guarantee you, he's in the trenches every day, starting at what, 5 or 4 a.m.? 4 a.m. 4 a.m., okay? 4 a.m., seven days a week. We're two NFT insiders that are bringing in the top NFT thought leaders each and every week to provide you with all the best alpha in 30 minutes or less Let's get into it. Today's guest, I'm super pumped. We have our first in-person guest at the studio, Danny Green, the general manager of MeBits Dow. Danny, come on, set. Let's go.
2: <laughs> hey, Justin. What's wow, up, buddy? How you doing? How you doing? Very you good, doing? very wow, good.
0: Get up, Sam, man. Get up. This is awesome. you're our first guest, so Thank you're, you. you're gonna sit in the host chair. All I'm right. moving over. I'm moving over. Give um, me the show, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, super excited to have you as our first in-person guest. This is so great. We're going right into a five-question lightning round to provide alpha to our listeners. John, what's the first
1: question for Danny? Danny, what is your favorite Discord? Mebits.
0: Ha <laughs> ha, that's it. And that's lightning. All right, why should people care about NFTs? Uh,
1: because of, for the culture. Love it. This is lightning again. This is lightning. Yeah. You know the other thing? I'm so excited not to be looking up here. Like that, <laughs> that's the other thing I'm really excited about. <laughs> I'll get yeah. longer
2: answers, but I, you said lightning rounds. No, so no, exactly it's what it's we It's exactly, okay. it is exactly. Yes. Yeah. All right,
1: Dean, third question. Okay. Is it too late for people to invest in NFTs?
0: Never. Fantastic. Wow. Favorite NFT project? Meebits. Obviously.
1: <laughs> More... Fifth and final question. Okay, what do you say to people who say NFTs are just JPEGs?
2: Uh, JPEGs JPEGs won't change your life, but NFTs might. Woo-hoo. Give some lightning.
0: Put it up there. All right. That all right. is what I'm wow. talking about. Okay. We're actually we're going to bottle that lightning and give it to every other guest <laughs> because that's exactly what lightning is. You brought the alpha. You brought the heat. And do you have some affiliation with MeBits? Because you keep bringing up MeBits. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Now we're going a little bit deeper. We want to find out for our listeners how you got into the NFT's crypto Web3 space.
2: Yeah. It started in February of 2021. Uh, that's when I joined Curio NFT, which was an NFT platform that was licensing IP from entertainment companies, movie studios, television uh, networks and graphic novels to create collectibles. I was there for about six months, um, and then pretty much went full-time Dgen, got into doodles, uh, which is a really cool NFT project. yep. And I uh, launched a charity collection. I, I'm really interested in how NFTs also create social good in the world. So um, I partnered with a, a nonprofit called Choose Love that supports refugees around the world. And got 25 artists from around the world to all contribute original artwork that we then sold as a fundraiser for this charity. So that's that deserves that's a high how I got five. involved. Nice. That's Thank very you. cool. Amazing. Thank you.
1: Amazing. Yeah. Wow. All right. Danny's just doing... I, I love this. The pacing is perfect. Exactly,
2: yeah, I mean, exactly. Are we still in the lightning round? Is this
1: still the lightning round? Okay, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, no. We're, we're, we're going to take just... this episode literally. This will be the template. Like, literally, every guest study. should just study this. This is how it's supposed to go. I mean, I love some of my former guests, but wow, man. Some of some of those lightning rounds went on for about a half hour. So. <laughs> it was not
0: lightning. It was molasses. I mean, we're just blowing through this. I mean, we're going to be done
1: in minutes. reddits. I love this. All right, so Danny, tell us about MeBits and then the DAO setup. How does it all work? Because, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't even know. Some of our listeners may not even know what Meebits is. They probably don't even know what a DAO is. So maybe just talk about all this.
2: Okay. This is going to take a little bit of a of lengthier explanation. So sure. let's
1: start with the, the
2: Meebits NFT collection, right? Yep. 20,000 voxel characters, which is like a 3D model, um, that are each entirely unique on Ethereum. This was created by Larva Labs. Larva Labs is the original creator of CryptoPunks, kind of the first... PFP collection, 10,000 NFTs that are all algorithmically generated and unique. So after CryptoPunks, they created MeBits in uh, May of 2021. Um, the first 10,000 went to CryptoPunk holders. So in some ways, it's kind of like a, you know, a, a second generation project of CryptoPunks. The other 10,000 they sold, right? So there's now 20,000 out there. It's an incredible collection. Like they're so cool. These little characters. You can see one of them up here. And, um, and, and the thing about this collection that was so interesting from the very beginning um, is that they weren't just your standard JPEGs. We talked about JPEGs a little earlier, right? This was a, a 3D model, and the idea was that this can be your avatar for the immersive metaverse. Yep. Again, this launched in May of last year. This is like way before Facebook changed their name to Meta. It's still very early, and so the idea of like I can have this as my avatar in the metaverse very forward forward looking. Okay. So Larva Labs, they created this collection, they put it out there, they said, you know, now you have an avatar for the metaverse, uh, and they kind of stopped there. And a group of Meebit holders said, well, how do we actually do this? Like, what does it actually mean to have an open, interoperable metaverse where you can actually use this avatar and move between different experiences and games and all these different things? There's a lot of technological challenges involved with that. So that's the reason why the DAO got started, was to really think about this big problem of how do we build the open metaverse that's interoperable and how can we use MeBits as a tool for doing so? I mean, it it sounds like you know a lot about MeBits. It's amazing.
0: (laughs) I'm just like blown away. (laughs) All right, so tell us, general manager MeBits, like the CEO, how did that happen? How did you become the GM? And for our listeners who want to ape into a DAO and want a little bit more information, because I'm part of several DAOs, we're all part of a lot of DAOs, you know, I feel like how do you, be more active? How do you become more active in the DAO? What suggestions or tips do you have for them?
2: Yeah. So so again, this is an interesting model where we have the collection and uh, a DAO that is a, that is apart from the collection, separate from the collection, but building utility for the collection, mm-hmm. right? So this is kind of a unique model here. Um, you don't need to own a meebit to be a member of the Meebit's DAO. Mm. And you can be, uh, you know, you can you can own a Mebit and not not be a member of the Mebits DAO, right? There, there's this interesting balance that exists between the two. So for the Mebits DAO itself, right, we have uh, two uh, about 200 founders of the Mebits DAO who have each contributed one ETH to our treasury, and they have voting power and decision making power in how we spend the money. Okay, we then have about 3,500 general members who've each contributed 0.05 ETH to mint a membership token, mm-hmm. and they don't actually have voting power, but they have influence they can um, delegate their power to a founder to increase that founder's voting power, right? So there's some sort of a representative delegation model that we've built out um, that allows everybody to kind of have a voice and participate. Um, And so... That's the general kind of tiered membership structure that we have within the DAO. We have a Discord that's uh, separate from MeBits. That's just the MeBits DAO Discord where people can contribute ideas um, and get involved. We have a steering committee. And then how did you become the GM? Yeah. So uh, How'd you run this this giant DAO? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I started consulting uh, in January of this year and then was officially voted in as the general manager in February of this year. And, you know, let's let's break out what a DAO is, because I think this is kind of important. DAO is a— um, an- That was my next question, so okay, that's fine. Right, <laughs> so I don't have to, I didn't have so to ask many it, questions. So let's go. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> DAO is an acronym, D-A-O, for Decentralized Autonomous Organization, right? It really came out of the DeFi space, right? Mm-hmm. This idea of kind of protocol DAOs, where you can kind of build um, smart contracts that kind of automate everything, and uh, you don't actually need anyone kind of running the show. Um I wouldn't say that our DAO is autonomous, really. Like, it's very, like, leadership-driven. It's very um, manual in in nature. But we're still decentralized. And what does that mean? It means that even as the general manager of the DAO, I actually have no financial decision-making power. I can't decide to spend any dollars without the consent of our founders, right, Mm -hmm. which are the ones who have the voting power. So we put together proposals. Uh, People vote on whether they want to pass that proposal and then spend down the treasury – within uh th- that we that we've raised. Um and that's how we decide on what projects to do and what to invest in. Um and that's how I was hired. I was basically brought in um having a little bit of experience in web3 and in entertainment and uh in other things. They were looking for someone to kind of take on this leadership role to work full-time on MeBits and MeBits DAO mm-hmm. and I was lucky enough to to take on this this role. In the, in the DAO awesome. does it
1: have to be uh like 100% like positive affirmation on a, if you're voting on a measure or is it like a certain percentage or how does that work? Yeah, yeah, no,
2: there's a quorum, right? Uh-huh. So we need to have at least 10% of the founders to, uh, uh at, at, to vote. Uh-huh. And then it's, um, for the most part, it's like a 50, 50 up and down vote. Right. Oh, wow. So, okay. uh, so we currently have 180 founders, right. It means you have to have at least 18 people voting. Usually we get more than that. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then, you know, And then, actually, 50-50 is a little bit uh, not correct because, as I said, there's this delegation process. So, some founders actually have more voting power than others based on what the membership, like how many members have chosen to delegate their power over to that founder.
0: Good. And it actually leads me to my next question, which is, you know, as I mentioned, I'm part of these DAOs. I get excited when I'm first in them, but then I— you know, because I we're all in like 100 discords. Yeah. And I find myself that I'm not participating yeah. a lot in a DAO, for example, and I'm not there to participate in the voting. Do you see that with some of your members? How do you motivate them to actually participate in the voting? First question. And second, like what tooling, what DAO tooling do you mm-hmm. feel is really helpful or, or can continue to be helpful kind of down the road in this process?
2: Yeah, I, I think that motivating participation in a DAO is, is a continuing... Challenge and opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of different projects that are out there. People get hyped up about one thing and then they kind of move to the next thing. Um, And so I think it's about kind of connecting with each individual, specifically the founders, and finding out how much they want to be involved Mm -hmm. um, and kind of right-sizing it to them. At the very least, I I ask that everybody uh, keeps... And everybody tries to vote on the proposals because that kind of the, the basic thing. I send out emails uh, to remind people in case they're not checking the Discord. Nice. Yep. Um, again, that's to our kind of 180 founders that we have. And, um, and in terms of the tooling that we use, you know, Discord is the primary community conversation platform. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Twitter as well. Um, and then we use Snapshot, which is a voting mechanism that allows you to use your wallet to vote. Um, and... That's pretty much what we, we use. There's a lot of other really amazing DAO tools that are being built that are layers on top of Discord and all these things. I found that it's unnecessary right now for us at our current size to kind of add in a lot of additional complication. Like, yeah. let's just keep it on Discord, uh, you know, send out emails as reminders and, you know, use the snapshot to vote.
1: Makes That's sense. That's awesome. That's Makes awesome. Sense. Yeah, so, Danny, do you have any exciting new projects on the horizon that we should know about? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we heard about this cooking show. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's old news. That's old news. <laughs> That's old news. Huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, no cooking shows right now. But
2: um, actually, okay, so we're recording this today on uh, on June 9th. Right. Um, and we have a drop today. This is actually really exciting. So... Meebits I, I was talking about MeeBits, uh, which is a 3D voxel character. Voxels are like pixels, but in 3D. They're cubes, right? Uh, and what's cool about MeeBits is it's a full character, right? Most of the PFP collections that you see, they're, you know, JPEGs that are kind of from the waist up. They have no feet. They have no legs, right? Yep. MeeBits um, have amazing shoes. Like, the shoes in and of themselves of MeeBits represents attention. So we've created a derivative that is just the MeeBits shoes, and it's called MeKicks. Kicks. OK, nice. wow. there's over 80 different shoes in the collection. And so this is a free claim for MeeBit holders where wow. they can claim a separate NFT that is just the kicks, the shoes that their MeeBit wears. Nice. Um, And then after you claim it, you can sell it on the secondary. You can, you know, it's like a free NFT that you can then use. Um, But you can also then dress up your MeeBit or other avatars with those Mie kicks in different metaverse experiences. So it becomes its own wearable. Um, where you can change out your shoes on your MeeBit or use it on a different avatar. Wow. Okay. I got I to go claim my MeeKicks. Yeah. yeah. You got, so you got MeeBits yeah, then? Yeah, a
0: couple of them. Yeah. Oh, a
2: cu- <laughs> baller. Okay. Yeah. So starting this afternoon um, or whenever people are watching this, because it's basically a claim that it'll be around forever, right? Once, awesome. once that NFT, once that MeeKick has been claimed for a given MeeBit, then it can't be claimed again. But, uh, you know, there's no cl- close to this window uh, of when you can claim your me kicks.
0: All right. Final question. We're throwing in an audible here. Obviously, your background, entertainment, Web3, yeah. DGen. Yeah. For me, Bits Down coming up end of 2022, 2023, and beyond, any— Alpha you can give us on entertainment stuff you guys may be doing or any partnerships in that realm?
2: Well, it's important to mention, I talked about Larva Labs that created this collection, but actually they're no longer the owner of MeBits or the IP. It's now owned by Yuga Labs, which is the owner of Eight Yacht Club, right? right? So they purchased, uh, back in March, they purchased uh, CryptoPunks and MeBits, which was this incredible acquisition in the space. It's like Mm -hmm. Coke buying Pepsi. I mean, it was just crazy, Yeah. So now, Yuga Labs is control of the IP, and Yuga Labs, you know, just raised hundreds of millions of dollars. I would expect a lot of exciting things to be coming from Yuga Labs uh, related to the Mebets collection. So, pretty much, you're telling us you're not telling
1: us anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, that's all right.
1: amazing. Where can we find you on social and all the awesome things you're doing? Like I said, I am the king of LinkedIn. I know you're not a LinkedIn guy, but LinkedIn is actually – I'm not even joking. I was just at a conference in Austin. I had everybody coming up to me, take photos. They're like, oh, John from LinkedIn. I'm telling you right now. Wow. It is literally – Even in the web 3 space. John travels with like two
0: bodyguards. He's got stalkers. I mean, it's out of control. No, I had another person bring
1: their kid to meet me. This is the second time in two weeks that people are bringing their kids to meet me. It's getting out of control.
0: But so where do we find you, Danny? Where do we find you on social media? Where do we find everything about MeBitsDAO? Totally.
2: Uh, so I'm Danny Green with an E at the end of green um, on Twitter, uh, just okay. at Danny Green. Uh, also follow at MeBitsDAO on Twitter and join our Discord. Um, MeKicks, you can find at MeKicks.xyz. Uh, pretty simple. And uh, yeah, claim your MeKicks. Awesome. 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 Well, Danny, you crush it. Thank you for coming on. You brought the heat.
0: You brought lightning. <laughs> this is a case study episode. How we're going to do it. We're giving it to all the guests in the future. That was an incredible episode. Thank you so much. Wow. Danny brought the heat. He brought the alpha. Amazing. Everybody stay tuned. Next week, we'll have another NFT thought leader popping in with more alpha. In the meantime, continue learning, growing, and seeking alpha, of course. We're NFT Heat. A huge thank you to two of the creative engines behind this show. First, to LaFlex for the super smooth intro and outro music. What you're hearing is the song Love to You off his 2019 album, Flex Appeal. And lastly, a big thank you to Bernardo Rodriguez for the awesome logo for the show. You can check him out on Instagram at Art of Bernardo. Everyone, we just want to give you a massive thank you for listening to NFT Heat. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at NFT Heat, and we're looking forward to seeing you next week.